Welcome to another podcast of Faith Walk. I apologize that my intro was not there. There were some technical difficulties on the website and I was going to wait because I like things to be right, but I thought about it. I need to just say what God put on my heart. It's always important to me that I do what God wants me to do because you know the fr- the famous saying that people say, God told me to I mean, just people just lying. I mean, everybody hearing from God and they're not, they're really not, but that's what they're implying. But I want to make sure that when I come forth with a message that the anointing is in the message so that when the hearers are listening, it's able to go into their soul. They're able to eat from it. And even if they don't fully understand it, the Holy Spirit can bring it back to their remembrance. So regardless of the technical issues, I'm just going to jump right in because we need to talk about false prophets. We need to talk about false prophecy. The Bible says the devil will fool the very elect if possible. And I am saying the church being fooled. And when I say the church, I don't want to make a blanket statement, but I'm saying many in the church being fooled who think that certain people are followers of Christ and they are not. And it's time to call them out. The evil in this world is being revealed on an all new level. And it's time to call people out. You wouldn't let a stranger come off the street sit in your house, eat out your refrigerator and call you family. No, you wouldn't. So as children of God, we should not allow those to come in and claim an inheritance that they do not have. They are not family. They are not in the will. And it's time for y'all to stand up, get a backbone and call them out. Stop being concerned how you look. Stop being concerned what people think. Be more concerned about what God thinks. Be more concerned about being pleasing to God because you have to answer to him, not anybody on this earth. And when you start aiming to please God, you won't care at all. What people think you can't tread for feelings. You can't try to be neutral. You can't be weak. You can't know the truth and not speak up. We don't have time for that in the kingdom. This is a war. We are in spiritual warfare. We don't have time for it. You can't be a chump coming this way. I'm sorry. This is not a safe space. This is the truth. And it's time to speak up and call them out. Matthews chapter 17 15 through 23, it says, be on your guard against false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravaging wolves. You'll recognize them by their fruit. You see that by their fruit. So just how we recognize each other, children of God, by our fruit that we have, because the fruit of the characteristics of God, you will recognize them by their fruit. Are grapes gathered from the thorn bushes or figs from thistles? In the same way, every good tree produces good fruit, but a bad tree produces bad fruit. It's really common sense is one plus one equals two. Don't allow the world to erode you of your common sense because you're so busy living in your feelings that you can no longer think logically or you can't take the scriptures for what they're saying. It says a good tree can't produce bad fruit, period. It doesn't matter with the package that it comes in. It doesn't matter how many scriptures this person can quote. It doesn't matter that this person has a lot of followers on Facebook or they have a mega church or they look good in a suit or they're charismatic. The Bible says a good tree cannot produce bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit. Neither can a bad tree produce good fruit. Every tree that doesn't produce good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So you'll recognize them by their fruit. So you don't have to wonder. Whether you're in a backslidden condition, a saint or a sinner, you don't have to wonder because you will know by their fruit. Now, a lot of people say, well, how do I know what to look for? If someone is professing salvation and they are saying to you that they agree with abortion, 
which is murder in the Bible. I already did a podcast on abortion because God knew you before he formed you. You all you did was you killed the flesh, but that soul lives forever. So when you murder someone, you don't eradicate that person. You just remove the flesh. The soul lives forever. So you just sent a soul eternally back to God. You're going to be held responsible for that. But whether it's abortion or they want to agree with same sex marriage or whatever sin that clearly the Bible speaks against, but they claim to be of God. They're not of God. It's really that easy. If you claim to be of God, but your actions and your speech are not of God, then you're not of God. Don't make it hard. It's exactly how it sounds. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my father in heaven. Here, here it is. Now on that day, judgment day, on that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name, drive out demons in your name and do many miracles in your name? So you have some people that feel like they're doing the work of the Lord because they're gifted and talented or gifts are, are without repentance. Some people are amazing speakers. Some people can get behind that pulpit and motivate you, encourage you, and they were never sent by God. I'm reminded of Ahab and the prophets of Baal in the Old Testament. So... In, in, in the Old Testament, Ahab, who was married to Jezebel, he was a wicked king. He had his false prophets. He called them prophets. They did witchcraft. They were involved in, in, in darkness. So, but they were his prophets. The devil has his preachers. God has his preachers. But the prophets of Baal are still relevant today. Because, see, prophets are not self-appointed. And they're certainly not self-glorified. And one thing I do notice on Facebook, and this does not apply to everyone. This does not apply to everyone. One thing I notice on Facebook is a lot of people are calling themselves prophets and prophetess. And they're always claiming God told me to tell you God told me. And then the interesting thing I notice is that when people are doing some of these live videos, that they'll say, God told me to tell you your breakthrough is coming. Ma'am or sir, you have 200 people on the live. Who are you talking to? God is not a, a God of confusion. Okay. God, he, he's a God of decency and in order. And yes, God can speak to you through, through a prophet. God has his own children. But it's time for people to really wake up because prophets are not self-appointed. This is a special appointment by God. And the main thing that people are missing, if I had one point to make, it's this, there is no such thing as a prosperity prophet. There is no such thing as a prosperity prophet. You can look in this Bible from Genesis to Revelation. We can look at Elijah, Jeremiah, Isaiah, Obadiah. We can look at so many prophets. Not one prophet's purpose was to speak prosperity all the time. That's not God. That's the devil because the devil knows that the flesh cannot be satisfied, that you want stuff and things. And then when you get that, you want more stuff and things. The devil knows what to say to get your interest, to tickle your ear, to keep you coming back, to offer you stuff and material wealth. That's not God. God doesn't have to bait you with riches. He is the riches. Your purpose was not for you to be rich. You weren't created to sit on a hill and be rich. Being rich and having wealth is a benefit 
of being in the kingdom, it's not your sole purpose. So when you have a person that claims to be a prophet or even a preacher leading with wealth, that is a sign. That is a red flag because Jesus is coming after your soul. He wants your soul delivered. He wants strongholds in your life to be broken. He wants generational curses to be destroyed. Any wealth that you acquire coming this way is a benefit of salvation. David said, I once was old and once was young and now I'm old. Never have I seen the righteous forsaken. God takes care of his children. We have what we need. We have more than we need, but we're not leading with stuff because this is temporal and this is all going to burn up. The prophets who were only appointed by God, who were chosen by God. You got to understand the purpose of a prophet. A prophet is a mouthpiece. And in the Old Testament, Jesus hadn't come yet. So God spoke through these prophets. Okay, well, now we're in 2021. Jesus has come. Is there still prophets? Yes, because there are many people who are messengers of God. But you have to understand something. The prophet, the role of the prophet was to speak on his behalf. The message that God wanted to convey came through the prophet. And many times, if you just open your Bible, because it seems like now people don't even read the Bible. They brought judgment with them. People were afraid of prophets. When prophets would come, people would run because they knew something was going on. God declared his judgment through the prophets. Yes, there were times where God used his prophets to declare good news, but their purpose was to, to deliver the judgment of God. And in the world that we're living in, if you're looking at the evils that we're dealing with, all of these people running around, saying, God sent me to tell you that he's going to send you wealth. Stop it. Stop it. Because first of all, we need to lead with repentance. You need to stop sinning first. You need to repent first. Repentance is not feeling sorry for yourself and everything that you've been through. Repentance is recognizing that our sins nailed Jesus to that cross and cost him his life. Being sorry for our sins, being forgiven of our sins. And then we work on our salvation. We work on the things that we're weak at. We work on the things that we struggle with. We work on our own soul salvation. And then the Bible says, if you seek me first in the kingdom of heaven, all these things in his righteousness, all these things will be added unto you. He's going to take care of you. He knows what you need. He knows you have need of transportation and shelter and money. Money. He's the creator of all. He can give you the position to have more than what you need. But when you're leading with wealth, that is the enemy, period. It doesn't matter. Some of these people that claim to be prophets, I'm telling you, they know what to say. They know how to say it. And they're luring you in. Have they talked about your soul? Because out of all these Facebook prophets, is anybody mentioning hell? Yeah, some of them are. But out of all these Facebook prophets, are we really warning people that they're going to a place of no return? If they don't repent from their sins, of course, preaching is not just about hellfire and brimstone, but that's the purpose. That's where you start because you can't change. If you don't feel like you have a need to change, why should I change? Because if you don't mammal, sir, this is where you're headed. And then after the repentance, now let's try to live a whole life in Christ. Let's ask for God's blessings, his protection, his mercy, his deliverance. All these things will be added unto you. So that's the first thing. If I could say one thing. So right then and there, you can eliminate about half of the people that are these prophets and prophetess. 
Because all they want to talk about is God's going to restore what was taken from you. Let's be real. Sometimes you lose things because you're irresponsible. You can't show up to work late, leave early, get fired and say the devil took your job. You can't have a lust problem, never address it. And then you fall in sin and say the devil tripped me up. No, you fell. The devil can only tempt you with what's inside of you to be tempted. So wherever our weaknesses are in our flesh, he can only lure you with what your weakness is. I don't eat coconut cake. I don't like coconut anything. It tastes like feathers. You can't tempt me with coconut, no matter what you do. You can tempt me with chocolate. So if I'm fasting, I don't like coconut cake. But if I'm fasting and you walk in the door with a chocolate cake, I would be tempted to eat the chocolate cake. So whose fault is it that I ate the cake? The person who bought the cake or my lack of discipline? on my failures to address my weaknesses. So we have to look inwardly. You have to look inwardly to make sure, am I really trying to live for God? Am I really out here asking God to help me not sin? Am I really just listening to these people who telling me God is setting me up to get wealth and riches and this because it makes me feel good? Do I, do I really, am I really concerned about who I'm loving and if I'm showing God's love, am I really just about the next come up or the next get up so I can, you know, you know how y'all like to talk, shine on my haters. Most people don't even have haters because nobody's thinking about you. These are the things that people need to hear. Then I hear them saying, oh, you haters, you hate. Listen, sometimes, right, just sometimes you're not as important as you think you are. Now, I'm not trying to tear anybody down. My whole point is when these preachers get up here and all they preaching about is your haters. You got to you got to understand where this is coming from. A lot of these preachers are foul. A lot of these preachers are dirty. They doing stuff behind the scenes. Their dirt is out. They being blackmailed and they talking about themselves. Don't take on that spirit like you have an entire committee dedicated to hating you. Now, yes, we have, all of us have enemies or have people that wouldn't like to see us succeed. But don't live your life trying to prove people wrong. They're not important enough. If we could focus on our purpose and what God wants to do with us, how he wants to clean us up, make us better. Yes, and give us the stuff and things. There's nothing. The Bible says no good thing will I withhold from you. God wants to bless you. But first... You have to turn your heart to him. So be careful who you're listening to. Be careful. You know you haven't, you ain't been doing right. But then that prophet want to come tell you, oh, I see blessings of, of money in your future. I see houses and I see. No, you're talking to the enemy. And the problem is when we listen to these people because it makes us feel good, it dulls our ears. It blinds our eyes. And the Bible speaks of that in Matthew. He speaks of that when he says, that if their eyes would open, they could hear. And if their ears would open, they would understand. But it is given unto you to know the hidden mystery. Revelation 22, 18 says, I testify to everyone who hears the words of this prophecy of this book. Here we go. If anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his share of the tree of life in the holy city which are written about in this book. So it's not a small thing that people go around uh, quoting prophecy in the name of God and saying that God sent me and God, this is what I do. When somebody want to come to me and say, God told me, I ask for confirmation. 
always ask for confirmation. It's not an insult to ask God for confirmation because what you're saying is, God, I really, I really want to make sure this is you. I really want to make sure I'm being obedient to you because the Bible says my sheep know my voice and another they will not follow. So when you're confused and you can't tell, is this person from you? Because sometimes we can get so caught up in the person delivering the message. We'll just accept anything the person says, because a lot of people are, are talented and anointed and they still not living right. And so we'll we'll allow our, our spirits to be fed. There was a preacher I used to listen to because I really loved, you know, the examples he used. He was very metaphorical. And one day I heard him say something that really shocked me. He said, don't resist temptation, replace it. And I said, wait a minute. That's not what the scripture says. The scripture says to resist temptation and the devil will flee. I, I, he's like, I, I know, but just replace it. Don't resist it. So when you have someone literally come out and blatantly, right, distort the scripture, cut it off. Don't listen to that person because this is why. Because if you're eating from them. Your spirit will grow from the things that they're feeding you. If you eat healthy all the time, you'll be healthy. If you eat crap all the time, you'll feel crappy. It's just that simple. Whatever you're feeding your soul with, whatever you feed, that's what you're going to grow from. So when you see someone blatantly have a disregard for the scriptures, or you know this person is not living right, but you continue to eat from their table, their food is going to nourish you, whether it's rotten or not. And that's where you're going to grow from or that's where you're going to be crippled from and malnourished from. And that's a problem because a lot of people, a lot of saints are malnourished because if all you eat is candy and ice cream and sugar, you're going to have a stomach ache. It'll eventually run you to the bathroom. You'll get headaches. You'll get bloated. You're not getting nutrients, but it still tastes good. And that's the same thing. We need a well balanced meal we need the vegetables when the lord is whipping us into shape and telling us to stop sinning we need you know the potatoes when he's giving us strength he's encouraging us and reminding us we are more than conquerors we are head and not the tail we are fearfully and wonderfully made greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world and we also need the meat we need the scriptures that tell us to pray without ceasing the race is not given to the swift nor to the strong, but to them that endure to the very end. To gird up the lawns of our mind. We need that. And then guess what? We need some dessert too. So he'll come in with, it is my good pleasure to bless you. He'll come in with the, all these things will I add unto you. I would that you prosper even as your soul, as your soul prospers. Justified balances, justified weights. The wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. That's all dessert. But if all you're eating is the dessert, then you're malnourished. You're a malnourished Christian. And for those that aren't saved, my God, it's getting harder and harder for people to find the truth because of all these wolves. But you know what? The way things have been revealed lately in this country, and I can only speak because I'm in America, and I know this podcast goes different places. Uh, but from where I am, God has pulled back the eyesight for a lot of people to see. It's really time to wake up. We really have to be winning souls. Y'all better stay away from these prosperity prophets because it's real easy to be popular. It's real easy to speak a word and get somebody to cash app you or PayPal you something for that word. But it's another thing for you to be a part of it because you chose that over Christ. Just how the enemy tried to get Jesus to kneel down to him, offer him things that he didn't even have the power to give. I'll give you wealth. I'll give you kingdoms. Just bow to me. It's the same thing. The prophets of Baal are alive and well. 
and they are in the church. So whatever church group or organization that you are part of, you better make sure it's not Ahab Church of Christ because they are alive and they are well and flourishing. A lot of y'all don't want to go to Elijah Baptist Church because you don't want to hear God's judgment. You don't want to hear God's chastisement. But I'll tell you this much. I would rather God get me straight here than have to deal with him on the other side because on the other side, there's no mercy. You get one shot. There's no reincarnation. You don't get to to come back and do this again. This is your one shot and everything we do now determines where we spend our eternity and we can't afford to get this wrong. We've got to seek God on our own. We've got to have our own relationship. We can't depend on any preacher or pastor or prophet to tell us what God is saying. What is God saying to you? Stop looking for people to give you a word. Get in your word and ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Stop accepting dessert when you know you ain't eat your dinner yet. It's going to spoil your appetite and you're going to be malnourished. So that's really been on my heart. It's really heavy. This false prophecy, guess what? It's not going away because you got people who are, whether they be celebrities or politicians that are claiming to be children of God and nothing in their life adds up. And I call them out. I don't, I call them by name. I call them out because people need to know. I can't be concerned how I look. Oh, why would she say that? Because I'm going to tell you the truth. Because I'm not here to caress your feelings. I want your soul delivered. Because this is the only chance we have to get it right. So we have to redirect our focus on pleasing God, not pleasing man. And when you feel conviction, act on it. And when you know something is wrong, stop it. And look in your word. And don't avoid people that carry the gospel because you don't want to hear what they have to say because they're not wrapping it in a pretty bowl. It's time for us to wake up because we're running out of time. And at some point, the people that are asleep will not wake up because then it's time for God's judgment to come through. So please beware of the imposters. Please beware when all they give you is dessert. Beware. Please. Sometimes it's not always about what somebody look like. They can get caught up in an appearance. And people try to evolve. Well, you know, it's 2021. Preachers don't look like they don't come in here with that silly mess because God doesn't change. There is still a standard of holiness. The Bible says because men aren't dealt with swiftly, they feel like they've gotten away with their sins. But God is a merciful God. But for every day that the world continues to turn is another day that God stores up his wrath. I know this is not a feel good message. I know this is not a, oh, I feel for joy. I'm jumping off, you know, jumping with encouragement. But it is encouraging because God is sending out a warning on who you turn your ear to. Because when you hear the truth and you reject it, God hardens your heart. And then you don't have another opportunity. And I always pray and I ask God to put this to the right ear. If you feel like you already knew this, then give it to somebody who's struggling. It's not our job to force feed anybody. It's just our job to hand on the plate and ask the Holy Spirit to do what we can't do and we keep it moving. I don't claim to be a prophet. I don't use any titles. I have, I mean, I'm a minister in church, but my whole point is everyone who's a believer should be able to explain the word, but we can't explain it if we don't read it. We can't explain it if we don't get in it. Nobody should know this Bible better than us. We should be able to take the scriptures and explain to an unbeliever why a person doesn't bear fruit. That's not judgment. Listen, when people say don't judge me, that's a guilty person talking. When someone says, don't judge me, because first of all, there is a righteous judgment. When God says to them, 
you will know them by their fruit. You have to judge the fruit in the Bible with the fruit that the person is showing. That is a judgment for you to determine, is this the right fruit? Is this the wrong fruit? We know the fruits of the spirit, peace, love, joy, long suffering, meekness, temperance. Okay. Those are the fruits of the spirit. They're also works of the flesh. So we can use the beautiful brains that God gave us. And when a person comes to you and say, I'm a Christian, you will look at the fruit. And if you can't find the fruit, then it's not from the right tree. It doesn't matter how you feel about it. That's why we got to get out of our feelings. That's the trick of the enemy all trying to get us to exist in our feelings. Feelings are up and down, left and right. We'll be tossed to and fro for every wind and sound wave of doctrine. You go off of what you know. What does the scripture say? Go against what you feel. The devil works in your emotions. Your flesh is in your emotions. Go off of what the spirit says because he's not changing. He never changes. Compare the fruit. And if you can't figure it out and you're like, well, I don't know, then ask the Holy Spirit. That's why we all have to have our own relationship so no one can just show up and trick you and say, God told me to tell you. Mm-mm, don't try that with me because the whole time I'm asking for confirmation I, and don't accept all prophecy over your life because like I said, the devil has his prophets too. So that's all I wanted to say. I just wanted to put that warning out there. Somebody's going to catch it. Even if it's one person, they're going to catch it. Beware of false prophets. I love you. God bless. Bye-bye.